Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the On My Mind podcast. My name is Ava. This is essentially my online diary. And I'm kind of realizing it at this point, obviously... You don't get the full inside scoops like my actual diary does. I actually haven't written a diary entry in a really long time. And I'm always like, oh, that would be so nice if I had stuck with it and actually diaried. Is that a verb? I don't even know. More often because how cool would it be to look back? So whoever actually keeps a diary out there, I honestly respect it. And I say, oh, I wish I did. I very well could start now. And honestly, I might because... I love getting all of my thoughts out there, whether it's on the pages for my own personal use and this version, my audio diary with all of you. So thanks for sticking around and for being here. I know that with this podcast, there's really there's really no theme because it's on my mind and that means whatever comes to my mind is what I'm going to be talking about. And sometimes it's inspirational stuff. Other times it's not so inspiring and more just entertainment. And so you really never know what you're going to get, which is why you should stay tuned. Haha, <laughs> great self-promo there, Ava. Anyway, I hope you're having a good day when you're listening to this. I'm currently looking outside and it is the most beautiful day. I had myself a little beach day, which was very impromptu. I didn't wake up expecting to, but when I woke up and opened the blinds, I was like, there is not a cloud in sight, which means the priorities are getting pushed back. They're getting canceled and I'm going to spend the day outside, which is what I did. I actually woke up a little bit earlier and I was plotting to go back to bed for like two or three more hours, which looking back, I'm glad I didn't because because I woke up early, I was able to get a good bit of stuff done. Not everything, but enough where I was like, all right, I can put this aside and go outside because it is such a beautiful day here and I had a solo little beach day which has been so long since I've done that so I'm really glad that I got to. The water was so clear and pretty. It wasn't too windy out. The UV was very much so beaming because I was only out there for two and a half hours and I'm a little crispy. My skin's a little tender to the touch. Nothing too crazy. I did put sunscreen on my face because I'm very diligent about that but the body not so much. So you know if I am like 60 years old one day and well I am going to be 60 years old one day and you see me at that age and I have great skin on my face and then my whole body's wrinkly it's because I I'm very good at putting sunscreen on my face and then I just neglect the body which is not a good habit and when I know I'm going to spend a long time in the sun I do put on a good bit of body sunscreen but I'm not as consistent with it which needs to change because I know me in the future will be like Ava put on your damn sunscreen, bitch. Like this is the reason you have wrinkles now was because you refused because in my head, I'm like, Oh, it takes, it takes so much work to put on body sunscreen and then have it set it, whatever. It's like the whole nine yards. But anyway, I had a great day out there. I brought my book with me. I'm currently reading, uh, then she was gone, which I'm kind of in this whole mystery thriller suspense book kick. And I've been wanting to read this one for a while. I've had it sitting on my bookshelf for ages now, which tends to happen with me. I'll get a good book rec 
order the book, get the book, and it'll just sit on my bookshelf and I kind of forget about it. So this one has been on the TBR, the to be read list for a while for me. And I'm finally getting into it. I'm a few chapters in. I was reading that, which was so nice. It's one of my favorite beach activities to do. I shot some sun glow content, which was good. So it was still like a productive little beach day while still very relaxing. I took some photos. I was just by myself, so nothing too crazy. I hopped in the water for a bit. The water was so clear and so nice. And oh my gosh, it just made me so excited for summer because I just love spending time outdoors. And I'm really glad that I that I forced myself, I forced it into my schedule because there was no room for that today. And you know, it's okay. Maybe my to-do list is gonna be a little bit longer tomorrow, but that's that's a problem for tomorrow, not today. I'm feeling good. Took a post-beach shower, which always hits. And I was like, this is the perfect time to record an episode. I feel like talking to all of my favorite people, which is you. And I'm excited to dive into today's episode, which is life-changing journal prompts. We'll get into that in a second here. But first things first, you all know I've come with life updates. Nothing too crazy has gone on since we last spoke, so nothing crazy to update you on. But I have a current favorite that I wanted to share. It's the natural melatonin gummies. And when I tell you this has helped me so much recently, it has truly helped me so much recently because I've had trouble sleeping the past like week and a half. I feel like I haven't been getting good sleep and it was really frustrating because I would just be laying down in bed trying to sleep for so long, tossing and turning and then waking up throughout the night, whatever, which is really frustrating because then you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't get good sleep. And then it kind of just affects you a lot because when you don't get good sleep, you definitely feel it. And the last few nights, I forgot I had these because they were in my drawer. So I put them out because I need to have it in my visible sight in order for me to remember. But I have been taking these melatonin gummies, which I cannot recommend enough. I know you're not supposed to use them every single night, so I haven't, just on the nights that I feel like a little bit restless because I feel like I'm naturally more of a night person. I get a lot of energy at night. It's so weird. I'll have a really bad midday slump, usually around this time, actually, and I'm just so tired. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get to bed early. And then it gets later in the day, And I have so much energy. I don't know why I cut myself off from caffeine at around two, which I don't know if even that is a little bit too late. And I don't know. So that's been a whole issue. So the other night I made an effort to have a good night routine. I made a cup of tea, ginger and lemon tea. I was like, I feel like that's a nighttime thing to do. Make a cup of tea, settle down a little bit. I read my book. And I still wasn't feeling super tired yet. So I took the melatonin gummies and knocked me right out. (laughs) Not in like a really aggressive way, like, oh, it knocked me right out. But it definitely has been helping me get better sleep when I do need it. So I thought I'd recommend that if, well, obviously check. I don't ever want to recommend like a supplement or anything and not give you all the full details. So do your own research on melatonin, ask your doctor or whatever. But I've been really liking that brand specifically because I've tried a lot of different melatonins, but that one works really, really well for me. And I feel like I don't wake up feeling super groggy, like how some melatonins have made me feel. And it's also, it says on the packaging that it's not in habit forming, which is really important to me. Again, I'm not taking these every single night, but it has been very, very helpful. Used it last night, had great sleep, 
once I get a night routine down, I'll let you know all my tips because I'm trying to find a good night routine that works for me because honestly, right now it's all over the place. I really don't have much of a sense of routine in the night, like I, how I do for the morning. So that's something I'm working on. It's funny. I have always done morning routine videos on my YouTube channel. And I think there's only like three night routine videos that I've ever done in the lifespan of my channel versus morning routines. I feel like I've done at least 30 different morning routine videos on my channel. And so that shows you where my priorities lie with routines, but really trying to work on that lately. If there's one thing about me, I love a spring reset, but that looks different for everyone. For me, it means trying to cook new, healthy, delicious meals while also cutting down on food expenses. It seems like an impossible task at times, but every plate has got you covered. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping and you only pay for what you need with pre-proportioned ingredients. And there are plenty of delicious food options so you never get stuck in a cooking rut, something I find myself a lot in. You all know the whole pasta spiral that I have, it's nice to change it up sometimes. With 25 tasty and affordable recipes to choose from each week, it's easy to find something for everyone, including those picky eaters. Picky eaters, aka me. Been there. Totally get it. But honestly, it's really nice to change it up. Every plate allows you to take back control of your time with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in 30 minutes or less. You can count on a great value and great meals week after week. So get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code MIND149. That's up to $110 value. Again, that's $1.49. 49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code mind 149. Definitely check it out. Anyway, moving on to today's episode. Like I said, we're talking all about life-changing journal prompts. I've been trying to get into journaling. I think the beauty of having a journal is that there's so much self-discovery that can happen and it can also be such a healthy outlet. I'm honestly usually a notes app girly and I probably will forever be just because of the convenience of it and of having my phone around. So whenever I have a thought, I can instantly just whip out the notes app. But there's something about having a journal and the act of journaling itself that seems so relaxing and I sometimes feel myself oddly enough getting envious when I see people who do journal and have such a good routine with it which is so silly because anyone can do it so theoretically what's stopping me other than myself ironically enough I had this whole list of journal prompts in the notes app and I was recently going through some of the different notes that I had on my phone just to clear them out because there's a lot of junk in there and I came across something that I made a while ago and I was reading through them and I was like, oh my gosh, this would be such a fun podcast episode. I had listed down a whole list of different prompt ideas. This was, let me look back, February 20th of 2022. So this list is about a year old. Have I actually used this list that I've created and done any of these prompts? No. <laughs> but I'm really excited to share these. I didn't compose all of them myself. I've just been putting different ideas into this list for a while. So whenever one pops into my head, I would just put it down. Or if I saw prompts on TikTok or Pinterest, I would add it. And like I said, I really want to get more into journaling. I don't know if it's going to become a daily thing or what. I'm going to find a way to incorporate it into my routine because I really feel like I would greatly benefit from it just because every time I ever have in the past, it always makes me feel super good. I also really like to do brain dumps. I just love writing out all my thoughts because sometimes it just gets so messy in this head of mine. And so journaling has always felt very relaxing. 
but I've never been consistent with it. So that's what I'm trying to do. I rediscovered this list on my phone and I was like, all right, if I make a whole episode about it, maybe that'll kickstart me into finally getting into my journaling era. So I'm not going to lie. Some of these are pretty thought provoking and I myself haven't even tackled, like I said, these prompts yet. So proceed as you please. Some are a little bit more fun, but I feel like a lot of these are very, uh, for lack of better words, deep. Some of these are really deep prompts here, so let's get into them. First up, this one, we're really starting off with a bang here. Write a letter to someone who wronged you. <laughs> I feel like this would really do something for my mental if I did this when I do this, because I do, I do plan on doing most, if not all, these prompts at some point. But I feel like sometimes it's human nature to hold on to things and to hold on to certain events from maybe people that did you wrong, did you dirty. And it's hurtful because when you hold on to stuff like that, it festers inside of you, it grows. And sometimes you really just have to learn how to let go. And so I feel like this prompt of writing a letter to someone who did you wrong would be so helpful to kind of either get out all your thoughts and say the things that you would never say to them or you didn't get the chance to or you won't get the chance to and I feel like that would just be so relieving to do it's really important especially the older I get the more I notice this but I don't want to hold on negative emotions for people I don't want to have things from my past creep up and affect my present life and so if you've had things that have happened to you in the past if you've had people who like I said have done you wrong write a letter to them Obviously, you're not going to send it. It'll never see the light of day, but I feel like it'd be so relieving and you never know what could come from it. It might give you a sense of closure, which closure, sometimes you don't always get it from that person. So you could kind of give it to yourself in that way. Another one that's kind of similar to that is what's something you're holding on to that you should let go of? Write about it because... Like I said, it's human nature to hold on to things and there's a beauty to letting go and just being. And so write out those things, put it on the paper. It sounds maybe silly to some people. I know I know there's a lot of people that get it because before I was like, oh, what do you mean? Like that, that's not gonna do anything until I've actually tried it and done like journaling prompts like this. And I'm like, oh wow, this actually does make a difference and it makes me feel so much better. Whatever you're holding on to, maybe negative emotions, put it on the paper let it out of your mind, let it be somewhere else. And then, I don't know, it's almost like a visualization thing. Like when you write something down, put it on the paper and then you close it, you kind of just close that out of your mind. And it, it feels really, really good to do that. Springtime is finally almost here. It's the time for change, the time for growth, and that includes your hair too. Give your hair a little refresh this spring with Way. They have the products to help you let your hair down this season and get it looking stronger, fuller, and healthier. I love using the Detox Shampoo and Scalp Serum after a long beach day, which I've been having a lot more of lately. The Detox Shampoo basically cleans away product buildup, dirt, and oil, while the Scalp Serum soothes irritation and hydrates the scalp. The combination of salt water, sand, sweat, sunburn, it's not always a pretty sight, but these two products create a perfect duo and bring my hair back to life. I love Way. I've been using their products for so long. The way to healthy hair this season and beyond starts here. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code MIND for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code MIND, the way.com. Definitely go check it out. 
Another one that I have listed down here are what are things in life that truly make me feel alive? I feel like sometimes it's easy to get, I don't know why I was about to say lost in the sauce, (laughs) you know, just lost in the everyday hustle and bustle of life. It's easy to sometimes just go through the motions day to day. So make a list of the things that bring you joy, the things that make you feel alive, that make you feel most like yourself. List those down and chase those things. Do those things more often. Like I said, sometimes things just get kind of mundane when you're living your day-to-day life and everything kind of feels the same and it feels like nothing quote-unquote exciting is happening. Sometimes you either got to look for the exciting stuff or you got to make the exciting stuff happen and it doesn't even have to be super big things. It could be on such a smaller scale, but it's doing those things that make you feel good, make you feel alive, incorporating them into your days, into your weeks, that honestly just help life feel more fun. And I don't know, that's what it's about. I have another one listed here and it says a note to 17 year old me. This could be obviously any age, maybe pick an age where you went through the most stuff and write a letter to that version of you. Write a letter of what you needed to hear at that time. This one I feel like would get pretty emotional because if I was writing a letter to my 17-year-old self, I'd probably start crying, but maybe that's a good thing. I don't think that would necessarily be a bad thing. I feel like we all have periods in our life where we go through a lot and sometimes we don't even realize how much of that we're still holding on to and sometimes you just gotta talk to that past version of yourself because the thing is, I feel like even though I'd be writing a letter to my 17-year-old self, That isn't a separate person. That's still me because 17-year-old me is still who I am now. It still exists inside of me. I'm I'm 17-year-old Ava. I'm also 18-year-old Ava, 19, 20, 21, 22. I'm still all of those ages. It's not a completely different person. So that still lives within you. So write a letter to that person, which is you. (laughs) I know that sounds a little weird, but I feel like that would be honestly really healing. I really like this prompt idea that I've actually done. I think I did this at the beginning of the year when I wanted to build some better routines for myself, but write out your ideal morning routine, night routine, work routine, workout routine, whatever it is, write your ideal version of those routines. And then from that ideal routine that you have written down, write down the realistic version because, you know, ideally, yes, maybe I'd like to be a morning person who wakes up at seven, crushes a workout, gets her green smoothie, whatever it is. But realistically, I know myself. That's not the most realistic for me and I'm not looking to make that realistic. So write an ideal routine for whatever type of routine you're looking to build and then write a realistic one that's derived from that ideal one so you're still having a really good routine for yourself in whatever area of life that it's in and honestly creating those routines for yourself listing it out is really helpful because sometimes it's hard to just have it be in your head of like okay I want my morning routine to look like this but when you actually lay it out on the paper it makes it a lot easier to kind of follow and honestly if you have to refer to it when you are in the midst of doing those routines it's it's really great to reference Ooh, this one's juicy what are self-sabotaging tendencies that I have (laughs) I know I personally have quite a few and sometimes I don't recognize them and then when I do, it's like, oh, I'm self-sabotaging right now. So good journal prompt. Write down those tendencies that you notice in yourself and honestly, when it comes to, and honestly, any tendency, bringing awareness to them can make the world of a difference. I'll notice a self-sabotaging tendency within myself or a negative tendency, whatever it is. And once I bring awareness to it and I'm aware that I'm doing it, it makes it a lot easier for me to stop those and notice when it's happening. I really like this next one. It's how can I be a better friend 
to others. I feel like sometimes it, it's a double-edged sword because in the world of, not the world, but the whole idea of self-love, sometimes it gets taken to the next level of other people don't matter, it's all about you. Yes, self-love is very important. I talk about it a shit ton and I recognize how important it is, but it's also important to not neglect the other important people in your life and you don't want to ever be a selfish person. There's a balance between pouring into yourself, taking care of yourself, but also taking care of others and being a good friend or being a good family member to others feels so good and is so important. So how can you be a better friend? How can you be a better sister, a better brother, a better boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever it is? How can you be a better version of that? And I feel like doing that could really help strengthen and build your different relationships a lot more. Ooh, another juicy one. How have past relationship traumas affected my current relationship and how can I work past it? Something that I think people don't always realize is that when you go through something with someone from your past, all those traumas and different things that changed in you because of that doesn't go away because that person went away from your life. You carry that into future relationships. And when you get into those future relationships, sometimes these traumas can come out. And I think it is a team effort between you and your partner to kind of grow through that. But I also think a big effort of it has to come from you because to a certain point, I think there's things that your current partner can help you with, but a lot of it is internal work that needs to be done. Letting go of things, forgiving things that have happened, working through them, and whether you work through them you know, maybe in like a journal prompt like this, it can inspire you to talk to someone else about it, maybe even talk to a therapist about it because that is so, so helpful. Even just opening up those conversations between you and your partner because those are probably the more hard conversations to have when it involves the past and working through how that affects the present. But I think taking responsibility for your emotions and how you feel is so, so powerful. So I really like that prompt. Another one I wrote was, I wish I had the guts to dot, dot, dot. That's a fun one to fill in the blank. What do you wish you had the guts to do? Write it down. This next one really makes me think outside the box. And it's, what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? And what would you do with your life if money played no part in it? I feel like when it comes to the things we want to achieve in our lives, the things we want to do, the career we want to go in, sometimes we do something because it's the safe option. But I feel like it could be fun to write down the things you'd want to do if failure wasn't an option, if you weren't scared, if money was out of the picture, what would that look like? And, you know, maybe it's not the most realistic, like, okay, but all these things do play a factor. So it's not really gonna change anything in my life but it could be interesting to look at I feel like it really makes you think what you want and what you really care about when all of those other factors are out of the picture it is so easy to get in your head when it comes to health problems I always find myself texting my friends or family or stumbling down a tiktok rabbit hole full of questionable information or you know just scouring the internet trying to find answers and I'm sure you all can agree these definitely aren't the best options. Sometimes they send me into a spiral, but a great option is ZocDoc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them and treat almost 
every condition under the sun. So there's no need to scour the internet with questions or text close ones, those bizarre questions you have. You can trust ZocDoc to connect you with your new favorite doctor in your neighborhood that fits your needs on your schedule. I am such a big fan of using them. It's come in clutch so many times. Go to ZocDoc.com mind and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's zocdoccom slash mind, zocdoc.com slash mind. This next one makes me a little bit emotional. Why am I worth knowing? <laughs> I'm like about to cry over here. I feel like it'd be so sweet to write down all the reasons why, or maybe even like a little paragraph, why you're worth knowing and why you're such a special person. Sometimes it's so easy to be our own worst critic and we really truly are no one can get on us like we can. No one can bring us down as much as our own minds can, which is so scary. So you gotta sometimes flip that and be like, why am I amazing? Why do I deserve the best? What do I bring to the table? Why am I worth knowing? And even something as simple as that and writing down your thoughts to that, I feel like it would bring so much appreciation for yourself, which sometimes maybe is lacking. I don't know how you feel, but I know for me, sometimes it's really easy to get in my head and blah, 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 blah. And the more you show yourself love and the more you pour into yourself, it's life-changing because for so long there was, I've experienced self-loathing and all of those negative things. And ever since that has switched for me, it's just been so freeing. And I'm like, I love to be me. And so it'd be nice to write down, this is why I like to be me. This is why I love me. And to kind of add on to that, the next prompt that I wrote down was things that make me unique. List them down. You might have to itch your brain for some, scratch your brain. I don't know what the saying is, but sometimes, because sometimes I'm like, okay, what makes me interesting? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> silence, <laughs> crickets. You might have to dig a little deep for this. You can ask other people what they think makes you, you, whoa, whoa, tripping over my words here. You can ask other people what they think makes you unique. Come up with some of your own, ask some people because sometimes we don't even see it in ourselves, but I feel like it's good to write those things down to show yourself that you are special. You are unique because we all are. This one I literally just added to the list because I just did a podcast episode about this, but write down your energy givers versus takers. Again, did a whole episode on it, so I'm not going to go too deep into that. If you want to hear me talk all about my energy givers and takers, definitely listen to that episode, but write those down. It's really important to pay attention to those things. The next one that I put is what does the perfect day look like? This is going to be different for everybody, but write down your most ideal perfect day and the next opportunity you get, maybe try and recreate a version of that. Maybe it won't be to a T that exact day that you wrote down, but list your perfect day and chase little bits of that. Another prompt that I have was listing down things that I want more of and things that I want less of. And this could apply to anything in your life that you want to welcome more of, that you want to maybe erase a little bit of. Moving on down the list, I put my favorite qualities about myself versus least favorite qualities. And for the least favorite qualities, I would add on where do those qualities stem from and how can I work on those? This next one is a little bit shorter. You could kind of just fill in the blank or you could expand on it, but it's I'll feel like I've truly lived a life to the fullest when dot 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 fill in the blank. When do you feel like you have lived life 
to the fullest at what moment and I don't even know if I have a moment that I can even think of for myself but I don't know I could rack my brain and think of something I'm sure but I feel like that would be a fun one to do just to see what I guess you want out of life grand picture like I mentioned earlier I've always loved a good brain dump so a prompt could be what stresses are eating away at my mind right now and you just brain dump all the thoughts in your head that's what a brain dump is it doesn't have to make sense it doesn't have to flow it doesn't have to have good grammar good handwriting put it on the page it doesn't even have to be in a straight line you could just scribble scrabble different words and thoughts the different things that are on your mind that are kind of like eating away at you and making you stressed out Every time I've done this, it has helped immensely and I always underestimate the power of it until I do it and I'm like, shit, I should do this more often. I talk about this whole concept a lot, but it's the prompt, things I can do now that future me will thank me for. I always reference, oh, future me is going to thank me for this, blah, blah, blah. I feel like that'd be a good journal prompt. What can you do today? What can you do in the near future that future future you will thank you for and start doing those things list them down and incorporate more of those into your life because if future you will thank you why wouldn't you do them i really like this one i put what does the best version of me look like describe her this also kind of refers back to a recent episode that i did that was about becoming your best self and basically in that episode to summarize you can go listen to the whole thing but I said it's important to visualize what your quote-unquote best self looks like and writing down all the things like what is the best version of me eat what does she wear what is whatever what different qualities does she have write those down and like I've said before that person already lives inside of you so once you list those down you can incorporate more of them and da 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 you've become your best self (laughs) It's a lot easier said than done. Go listen to that episode. I dive a lot deeper into it. I've got another one that could turn pretty emotional pretty quickly. It's writing a list of things you need to forgive yourself for. I know we all have them. I have them. I go, therefore, since I have them, I know you have them. But I know a lot of people, if not everyone, if not most people, struggle with this, not forgiving ourselves for certain things. And whether it's big or small, not forgiving yourself can eat away at you, eat away at your confidence. It can live in your mind a lot and really affect your mental health. And so there's, I know there's things that we can all forgive ourselves for, things that maybe were out of our control, things that maybe were in our control and maybe we we messed up a little bit. Maybe we messed up a little bit. It's part of the human experience. We all mess up sometimes. We have things that maybe have happened that we wish we didn't. And forgiveness is one of the most powerful things in life. Not even just forgiving other people, which is super important, but also forgiving yourself. This next one is kind of similar to what I mentioned earlier about writing down why you're worth knowing. But this one is write yourself a love letter. Get into it because we don't have to wait for someone to write us a love letter one day. You don't have to wait for someone else to do that. You can do it yourself. And I feel like the beautiful thing about this is that once you start writing, you're going to start getting into a state of flow and realizing all these different things you love about yourself. And again, this is just kind of a self-growth journal prompt that I feel like would be really fun and also really eye-opening to see once you start writing about yourself and you'll realize all of the amazing things that there are to love about you. All right, I'm going to finish off with a bang here. This is definitely a life-changing one because it was life-changing for me. Write your non-negotiables for your partner. Ideally, you would do this before that person comes into your life while you're still single. That's when I did it. I remember being out of a breakup and a few weeks after that breakup, I listed down on my phone, of course, in the damn notes app, 
I listed down all of my non-negotiables for the next person that I would end up with. And the reason this was so life-changing for me and the reason it was so important was because listing these things down, I realized what things were very important to me, what I valued and what I needed from my next relationship. And I told myself, I'm writing all these down. I'm not going to settle. I don't have to settle. There's 7 billion people. Are there 8 billion now? I don't even know how many people there are in this world at this moment. Sorry, but you're telling me there's that many people that exist in this world. I'm going to settle? Absolutely not. So I wrote down a pretty hefty list and it's crazy looking at that list and seeing how it's come to fruition because I don't want to settle and I chose not to settle. And this is going to sound crazy, but stick with me here. I feel like because I had these in my head and I knew what I wanted, I knew what I needed out of my next relationship, out of who I ended up with. Next, I knew kind of exactly what I was looking for. And that was crazy to me, especially looking back now and seeing how the relationship that I feel like I kind of manifested, it checks off all those boxes, those non-negotiables that I listed that I thought, oh, these are too many. Maybe I'm going to have to settle on a few things. Every single box is ticked and there are at least 15, 16. So moral of the story, don't settle. Use this as a journal prompt. Write down your non-negotiables. I promise you do not have to settle. So homework for the week. You already know what's coming. Take out your journal. If you don't have a journal, a piece of paper, or if you want to use the notes app on your phone, whatever, do that. Whatever you desire, do one of these journal prompts. These prompts that I listed, I feel like doing any single one of these is very beneficial, but take what you want from this episode. Let me know if you enjoyed it. Definitely go comment on the podcast Instagram which prompt was your favorite or which one you're going to do. Me doing this episode is meant to hold me accountable to finally get into journaling, at least incorporating it a little bit more here and there. So I'm definitely feeling inspired. I might go, well, I'm not going to say that. I'm definitely not going to do it right at the second, but tonight I want to. I think it might be a nighttime thing that I want to incorporate into my little night routine. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it inspired you to do some of these on your own. I know one thing's for sure. It'll definitely get your brain working because even as I'm reading these off the list, I'm like, my head is turning and I'm like, oh my gosh. Those were all of the life-changing journal prompts on my mind. 